0: going
1: to do 20 laps. That's what
2: I do. Buckle up, Big MX fans, because it's time to arm yourself. That's right, it's time for the Arma Energy Racing update. Through this series of podcasts, we're going to be talking to all of the members of the Arma Energy Racing team. The Albertsons, Jimmy Sloan, The Freckle, Mitchell Oldenburg, and heck, we'll probably get the truck driver on at some point. This is everything to do with Arma Energy Racing. So sit down, strap in, and get ready to live the Arma life. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show. Brought to you by Fly Racing, X Brown Goggles, Bill's Pipes, and Just One Helmets. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, with us on the line, we've got the owner of com and the prince of Arma Energy Drink. None other than Jason Sloan, how's it going, brother?
1: Uh, it's going great, man. Just uh, out of Paris right now, uh, ripping up the track, getting ready for mom's practice, and things are going great. Just been uh, working with kids and enjoying the California weather, I guess.
2: How are you? Right on. So uh, how did you come to uh, to start to work with kids and, and pass on some of the knowledge that you accrued over uh, a, a rather storied amateur career? Uh,
1: well, I've you know, I guess I was training and uh, my dad always had a group of riders with me. So it always seemed, you know, he was always training and I was learning a thing two, learning about training other riders and stuff like that. And so I guess when, you know, 2013, I had a back injury and it just been building up for, uh, you know, years you know how motocross is there's just so much compression on your back and it just yeah. been building up and so i guess there's just there's this time where i just couldn't ride anymore and it was time to get a surgery and take some time off but i was just sitting there like you know all i'm doing is, is just sitting there every day i'm not I'm not doing anything my parents are like you know like do you want to try riding i'm like i just can't so i was like well i'm gonna head out to california and i'm gonna give it a shot at being basically a motocross coach and a trainer and and get to see if I can make some champions and I really got to have a great time for the last two years traveling with the kids and learning a lot I'm actually kind of like a parent now I have a couple full-time students that live with me and I don't know life is great and I'm I'm really happy training kids and it's it's something nice to do and get to be around the sport and not leave something I love and when I get when I get the chance I still get to ride so it's awesome
2: no doubt. Um, what are some of the challenges that you face with uh, taking on new athletes? Uh, all, all athletes are different. How do you uh, approach them differently?
1: Well, it's tough because this is the thing with with I guess when you know I mean, when you get new athletes is you want to be close, be close with them and become friends, become friends with them because you feel like it's gonna, you know, they're gonna they're gonna listen to you better and want to work with you. But it, it almost seems if you stick with being the the coach where you know, every day they come and they feel like it's like a whistle, you know, what I mean, at them. And I'm just like, come on, hounding them. It's like they keep listening and everything like that. So I just try to treat every kid the same, and you know, some kids are a little different. To where yeah, you do have to be a lot more positive with them and really upbring their, you know, their their emotions and everything like that. And I always uh, try to be really positive and start the day out great I and mean, do our warm up and everything like that, and just just try to have everybody's attitude positive and and everything like that. And usually. uh, Riders,
2: uh, I, don't, I don't get much trouble. No doubt. And uh, can't be too much trouble trying to uh, get kids to come out to fantastic facilities like Purse and Milestone. Uh, what's it like having those two facilities uh, kind of at your disposal a little bit as far as uh, how to shape the la- the lay of the land and uh, and and use that those two facilities to uh, shape your young riders? Yeah,
1: it's, it's really great. For instance, today we did uh, our Mondays. It's... You know, the track is closed here at Paris, so we're like, well, what we can do is do, like, a private riding session, you know, training. Anybody's welcome to come along, and we ripped up the track. I have the, I'm in the tractor right now, you know, I'm about to go get the water truck after and get this track down for tomorrow. So, you know, we were able to do the same thing today and basically have uh, an advantage where we can do everything privately, and I have other distractions and other riders where we have a group of kids and everything's private, and I can do that any Monday, any Friday, any morning, you know, so it's just, uh, it's great to have that. And then, yeah, if we really wanted to have uh, a milestone, that'd be, that'd be cool too. But the best thing about Paris is it's actually in my backyard, you know, like I am the fence line to Paris raceway. That's, uh, my house is next door. So that's even better. So I just, uh, I don't know, I guess, uh, I gotta thank my dad for everything. And, um, yeah, he's, he's the man. He, uh, did it all for me got the track for me or like that. So I, uh, have to give it up to him.
2: Yeah, if anyone wants to take advantage of a situation like that where you can ride Paris Raceway, uh, a little bit of a private event, uh, what are they looking for? Uh, looking at as far as uh, coming out and, and uh, spending spending the time there.
1: Well, on Mondays we do uh, the one hundred and thirty dollars for it's a group training, everything like that. Or I do myself personally. I do five days a week is a five hundred dollar deal or a one hundred twenty five for. One day per week. So basically, if you lock it in five days, it's a $500 deal instead of it'd be, uh, I guess, 125 a day for five days in a row. It'd be what is that, five twenty or six twenty-five? So I guess you would say. So you basically you get say, a free day by you, going the whole save, week. Yeah, a free day. And um, you know, it's it's basically uh, the working out and the riding and the nutrition. I go over everything, and it's up to the the kids if they want to give it 110 percent, and um, I'm there yeah. every step of the way.
2: So at, th- at this point, um, like all teachers, you start to uh, have certain athletes uh, separate themselves from their herd, so to speak. Uh, they show m- more dedication, and uh, they seem to buy into uh, to what you're throwing down. Uh, do you have some of those star pupils that have uh, kind of uh, separated themselves in that way?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, some, some riders decide, you know, a little earlier and get to, I guess, start their careers a little earlier than some, and some really have, you know what I mean, chosen what they want. I guess in life, and um, yeah, I I, have, I definitely have a few star riders that do really well, and uh, it's uh, yeah, like you said, it's it's tough sometimes because some some really want it, and then some kind of just dare, you know. But some, you know what I mean? They give it 110 percent and with the training I'm giving them, they can definitely uh, they can make it, man. And I've uh, I I've definitely had a few riders definitely show some. Some really good results and we've got some championships in the bag so we're just uh we're just chipping away and working and working
2: absolutely uh it's it's all steps towards being more successful on the motorcycle and as an as an instructor i gotta know from from you seeing your athletes being successful and achieving things that maybe they never thought was possible. Um, it, it's a really rewarding feeling. Uh, their moto victories in a way uh, kind of become yours a little bit as you live vicariously through their successes.
1: Yeah, definitely. Man. I mean, not any, any trainer is going to probably say the same thing. It's it's so great when you go to a race and, and you win, you know, it's, it's nice to show up with the team and you're winning and it's nice to live, I guess, through, yeah, listen the rider. If your rider wins, your whole team wins and, That's just like anything. So if you start to the race and we all all, uh, kill it, you know what I mean? It just feels great to go home. And I feel great. The driver's always great going home. I feel like I won. I feel I did my job properly. And everybody just leaves happy.
2: So is it pretty safe to say that uh, having Arma Energy as uh, one of the the key sponsors of any athlete is uh, one of the things that would be uh, absolutely instrumental to their success? Oh,
1: man. I wish, uh, I wish. I guess I had armor when I was when I was really in my my prime, man. Because armor is on the rise. It's gonna pop. Armor is gonna kill it. And armor, armor is the next big thing. Is the energy drink. Is the energy drink. You know what I mean? Armor's killing it, and armor's on the rise for sure. And if you have armor back in your play, you're, you're on the success. Success, at the top. You're on your way.
2: And I I totally agree with you. You know, uh, today we were supposed to have uh, and Josh Fureese on just uh, just before you, actually. You you took his spot because apparently he's got a birthday to go to. Uh, We're going to reschedule that for tomorrow, I believe. But uh, tell us a little bit about working with him and uh, just how incredible it's been to kind of take him under your wing a little bit. Uh, I know he's a very driven man in the fact that he... Uh, not too, not too long ago, uh, took his, uh, he broke his arm and then, uh, took his cast off the day before a race, uh, so that he could qualify for the Loretta Linz and will be flying the, uh, the Arma A at, uh, Hurricane Mills this year.
1: Yeah, Jammin, Jammin is definitely, he's a really smart kid and he's got every day and anything he does, he gives it 110% and, um, he's really, really self-driven and motivated. So whenever I train him it's like it's the easiest I don't know, it's such an easy job and it's such a blessing to get to work with Jamin. And um I don't know, I just I just love the kid a lot and he kills it and he uh he's definitely had some great success and um he's definitely on his way now. He is on his way. And uh he uh like you said, as Helen kid had a big crash after that, you know, his parents, hey, we don't want you to race and He's trying fighting them because he wants to race. You know, they don't want to race. I want to race. You know, he actually ended up racing, almost qualified. He almost had it there. You know, and he's riding with a with a with a broken arm. So they go to the doctors afterwards, and we we thought, ah, you know, he rode with it. It might be broken. You know, sports like, oh yeah, it's, you know, it's broken collarbone, blah blah blah, and your elbow. We're like, wow, it's crazy. A couple of weeks goes by. Yeah, cast comes off, and he's at Hangtown ready to go, and uh, he qualified there. And, Baths and Ws left with that, so I mean if that's not saying something about and I mean, I'm not sure what isn't, what it is.
2: No doubt, man. Yeah, yeah. That that that's a gut, gutsy performance. Uh, do you have a, a similar story of that from yourself? Um, gutting out a performance when you're uh you're injured. I know, obviously, with your back, you must have had some uh, some days of adversity. Oh,
1: well, it's been like uh, you know for the last three or so years. Yeah, I was rotting with always oh, just a. Back, I was always hurting, everything like that, and always watching what workouts I did and how long I rode, and blah blah blah. And it was always tough, but I have definitely had those moments where uh, I've had some broken bones and stuff like that. My parents are like, ah, we don't need to go to the doctors, that doesn't look broken. Or we go to the doctor, has been to the doctors before, and people, the doctors are like, oh yeah, it's not broken. They just gave me an X-ray, and then you know a month goes by, we get an MRI, and they're like, ah, oh, dude, you need to be in the cast. And I'm like, uh oh, you know, I raised for the last month on. You know, doing qualifiers or going to the rattling ponds, there's some broken bones. So, I've definitely been through it, and I definitely understand it.
2: So, uh, quick side story. Uh, I don't want to take too much of your time, but this this is over the top. Uh, um, 2005. Uh, my dad bought a. Uh, he's, he's a little older than I am. He bought a 2005 kx 252 stroke and uh, he had himself one heck of a crash. He ended up coming off the back of the bike, pulled himself like a lawn chair. So, Dad's one of the toughest guys you'll uh, you'll ever meet. I'm sure your dad's one of the toughest guys you'll ever yeah. meet. But uh, he grimaced through the whole summer. We're bricklayers, mm. so we're living lifting heavy things all summer long. Uh, this is 2005. 2014 rolls around, mm. and uh, he's having he ends up having getting some some X-rays done, and his his doctor asks him when he broke his back. Uh. So he turns out he broke his back that day and uh, no way! Some miracle was able to uh, continue working. Incredible. That's
1: nuts, dude. <laughs> yeah, that is nuts. that's that, that's that's
2: right, right. that's a stubborn old man. That's what that but is. I
1: have one crazy one crazy story about my dad. Just just so you can laugh, just so you can laugh.
2: Of course. I was about eleven
1: years old, and my dad had a Yamaha 250, and I had a 85. Every day he wrote with I
2: me. Mean,
1: best times of my life, and I wish I could go back to those days. All we did were. Race on our track on our back I would just race 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 at the funnest time. I remember one time like he was just getting so good dude I just couldn't even hang him I couldn't I couldn't hang with him like he's got so on his prime he was just laying over dragging bars every turn he was just checking out on him. I don't know dude he was getting really confident but there was this long straightaway and it went into like a peaky roller and there was like a tree on the back side of it and it went left like right on the back side of the roller and he went as fast as he could good at this roller right in front of me and he did not slow down So he went straight from the roller, and, like, he tried to lean in the air and everything. And, like, he went, like, a long dart and, like, flew just his body, and his bike stopped cuz like, all the brush, but, like, he disappeared into the tree, and then, like, all you see is his body fall, and a branch fell with it. And, like, his visor was gone, and I went in there, like, oh, he he's KO'd. And he was just like, oh, oh, I got a headache. And he got up, and, like, he broke a branch with his head, like a big, thick, as thick as my leg, with his head, broke it right off the tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he got up and said, Oh, I have a headache. And I was like, You don't ride. I'm in a bike. So well, I'm fine. He got up and wanted to finish his like, two-lot race. So, Death, you have know, finish beating me. I was like, Oh, man. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah.
2: He's competitive.
1: The... He's kind of the... yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah.
2: So, um, what's it like passing, passing on the knowledge to these kids? What's it like basically um, taking all that you've taken in? Over your competitive career and uh, seeing it blossom in these kids that uh, kind of hang on your every word.
1: It's it's really great to yeah exactly to share my knowledge and all the experience I've gained over the years from going to the races and training and you know just so many different tips I can give these guys and I everything I can to help them from you know whatever it is you know they're on every step of the way and it's, so it's great when they uh, when when we have success and it feels really good. Definitely.
2: Could uh, like on on top of uh, working with amateur riders, could you ever foresee yourself uh, moving forward with some of your racers? Say, if uh, uh, a guy like a kid like Jammin uh, gets on a 250 F's, finds some success, and ends up on I don't know uh, Armor Energy Racing, uh, would you consider taking him under your wing and moving forward with him? uh, in in a venture like that. Yeah,
1: that's actually that is the whole plan is no matter where these guys go and the group of kids I have now, and we're just sticking with them and they are the Alma boys and we're going all the way to the top with them. So I'm just sticking with them and busting it with them. And when they're ready to go pro, I'll, uh, I'll just go right. I'll, I guess I'll just travel to Anaheim stadium. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh,
2: Nice and close. Exactly. Right on, man. Um, like did you always have uh, an affinity for being able to uh communicate with others? Like did you find I like you said earlier that uh even when you were competing you'd notice that uh you'd be giving tips to guys that you were or uh, could possibly be competing against? Had did you always have that knack for kind of uh instructing and and helping people?
1: along? Yeah, it always seemed, you know what I mean, like yeah, I always wanted to yeah, exactly. I always want to get in an there, and anytime I see anybody like struggling, I always want to get in there. if I see them making mistakes, like just a little tip, me just from right here or a light up there, I, I definitely love to uh give it advice. And then, yeah, growing up, I was, I don't know, being as like being around my dad and he was helping people, it definitely, I don't know, I kind of like being helping, train as well.
2: Right on. So uh, how often do you get on a bike nowadays? What's the situation with the back as well as uh, uh, getting fit to uh, twist the throttle uh, more, more frequently?
1: Well, uh, I had to have the back surgery about a year ago now. And now I'm right out of back surgery. I started riding again and I was just like, well, I'm just going to keep training kids. I've just been sticking with that. And uh, I started working out a lot lately. About four months ago, I started really busting it in the gym. So a couple months went by, and I was like, man, I feel good. Like, I just want to go ride. So uh, a couple weeks, I, I did some riding for a couple solid weeks, and I felt great. And this is about six weeks ago. And I was at uh, Glen Helen one day going up one of the hills, and I just wanted to get that last, like, you know, 30-minute moto in, obviously. And, uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't know, I had like a couple laps left. And I was going up the hill, and I heard a backfire, and then it's right at the top. So, and I push it all the way back or ride it back down the road, blah, blah, blah. And so I hadn't got to ride in about six weeks. My bike will be done tomorrow morning. And that's why I'm so excited. I'm up on the track right now. I want to make sure it real water for tomorrow's practice because uh, I want to see it get redded.
2: Beautiful. Um, as far as, like, you're probably pretty modest as far as your, your expectations for your, uh, your return to riding. Uh, is there any chance that, uh, I'm not entirely sure how old you are, but is there any chance that we see you lining up for uh, even maybe going back to Loretta's or even uh, a pro national at some
1: point? Yeah, I mean, definitely there is. Uh, I've been training really hard at uh, this CrossFit right down the street in Lake Elsinore, California, CrossFit Uncensored. And I've just been busting big over there and just giving everything I got all the time. And so I've been feeling really good. And I actually thought about doing a two-stroke class at Loretta's. And uh, I just didn't get an area in time, so I wasn't able to do the regional. But if I if I would have got an area, I definitely would have done the regional. So there's there's definitely a chance in the near future to get to do some riding and do some racing. And you know, riding is something I can never, you know, stick away from I can never. I've tried to be in the past, like you know what, uh, like you know, I'm injured, I have too many injuries, I can stop riding, blah blah blah. But it seems whenever you're mad, bad, bored. You can always get on a dirt bike and you can always go ride and basically hear any <laughs> any uh, symptoms you have, any sadness, angry, happy, whatever you, you can you can go with it. So that's my thing on a bike. I'll, uh, I'll always be riding, so you never know when I'll be feeling great and I want to I race. But I am not getting here a little now, I'm still young. Not even in my 20 steps. Oh, just a kid. Yeah, I'm 20 <laughs>
2: that's that's solid yeah well you know that's really cool and uh, i i totally get that i remember uh sitting on the line back when i was on 80s and i thought to myself like there's nothing quite like what i'm about to do there's like if you got like anything going on in your life right now exams are, are tomorrow your girlfriend dumped you parents are pissed just totaled your car yesterday um it every single little bit of that will melt away as soon as that bike kicks into gear. And, um, like, it's it's just the ultimate escape. You can just, you can walk away from anything as long as you're on two wheels, especially motocross.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. Last time I was down in my house and I was mad and I was ready to start yelling and screaming. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to get on my bike and I'm just going to go off the carousel and just go as far as I can. I'm just going to ride as hard as I can to get all the aggression out on the track. So when I got, you know, when I got done riding, I was like, feel so much better and i'm just waiting for it now because i have been getting i've been getting a little, a little a little hyped up lately so i just i can't wait till tomorrow morning and let it all out
2: you let it all out man uh before i let you go i gotta get your uh your favorite uh, flavor of arma energy drink uh unfortunately you're not able to uh enjoy uh one of those beverages that i was talking about with your uh with your dad uh last uh last show But uh, what's your favorite
1: flavor? That's really tough. That's really tough. Um, I think I think in the morning what I enjoy the most is when I when I drive down the street to the gas station and I get a forty four ounce cup full of ice and I get the sugar free and I just pour it up in the morning. It's just the best. It's so refreshing, especially right now because by eight AM it's already ninety degrees. So I'm running (laughs) for the track. I need energy. I'm like all
2: right, Arm is going to have to do it now. 100%, man. That's that's the, that's, that's the Arm in life right there. That's what that
1: exactly. is. Exactly, yep. The lifestyle.
2: Right on, brother. Well, uh, you keep at it. Everything you do is, uh, I like what you're doing because what you do is good. Um, you have yourself a great rest of your Monday. Uh look forward to, uh, to hearing back from you tomorrow after you, uh, twist and throttle, and uh, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, we're gonna have how I'm gonna do this is I'm gonna edit this as if uh, you're on first, and then uh, we're gonna have uh, Jammin on next. So uh, we're gonna throw it to commercial now, and uh, when we come back, we'll be on with uh, Jammin Josh Farees. All right, guys. All right, guys. All right, guys. It's, time Josh, it's time for a commercial. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat absorbing liner, and generous eyePort design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about fly helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of amigos. For extreme kids like us. Racing Man. But more than and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borton has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. What's up? What's up, Jammin? What's going on, buddy?
0: Not much. Just chillin'.
2: Right on, brother. Um, Thanks for coming back on the show. I really appreciate you um, giving me some time, man.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. Awesome talking to you.
2: Hey, I appreciate you giving me some time and uh, I understand recently that uh, you've uh, accomplished something pretty pretty damn cool and uh, you did so uh, whilst uh, coming back rather quickly from an injury. Tell us a little bit about uh, what race you qualified for and uh, what kind of adversity you had to overcome to get there.
0: Yeah, um, I went to the Glen Helen Regional at Florida Lins and on Saturday morning practice and Super Mini, I I don't know. I think my I just went over the triple in the back, and my you know I I got a concussion, so I don't really know what happened. But perfect. I, I something was telling me I knew something I knew something was wrong, and then I remember I started remembering, and I believe my front brake locked up, and it just dove forward, and I ended. And so I still raced that day. I missed it by one spot, and uh, we went to the doctors that night, and. Yeah, I was broken, and then we just headed on up to Hangtown and got two tickets there.
2: You got two tickets. You punched yours to Hurricane Mills. You'll be heading down there to race in which classes. you got to be excited.
0: Yeah, I'm super stoked. Uh, last year, I got a championship in the 65 class, so hopefully we can pull it off this year, and uh, I'll be going in the Mini Senior 1 and 2 classes
2: mini senior one and two uh repping it for the uh uh, orange brigade ktm is the bike of choice for you and uh number 24 uh in your local races uh do you know what number you'll be sporting uh when you head out to uh, hurricane mills
0: yeah hopefully i'll be number 24 for my first one i i believe we'll hopefully get that one and then for my second one like for the second choice so if i don't get that number is uh uh thirty two and then my uh third number if I don't get any of those I'll uh, be forty two but hopefully we can pull up the twenty four again.
2: Would be awesome to uh get that twenty four out front and styling. Um you gotta be stoked man uh requalifying for yourself and uh you had a broken arm about a week after we did our podcast last time, I had you on. You're always a good interview, and uh, not one week later, you're showing off a bright orange cast, which uh, someone had uh, uh, cleverly put the uh, Arma Energy logo on there. Uh, what happened to your arm, and uh, what was it like having to come back after quite uh, an injury, quite like that?
0: Uh, yeah, um, yeah, I broke my collarbone or fractured my collarbone and elbow, and they had me in a little splint for a few days and then uh, they, uh the doctor said he doesn't see any breaks and so I was kind of tripping on why they're putting a cast on me and well I broke my, so I, it was in my elbow and he didn't see anything but they still put a cast on me and I was kind of like freak, uh, like wondering why he put a cast on me. So my mom was just like you know what, I, everybody's been telling me different things. I'm just going to go ahead and just, we're going to go see a sports doctor. So we went over to see a sports doctor, and uh, he said, man, what's that cast doing on there? We're going to cut it off. So they cut it off, did some more x-rays. He said, yep. I mean, whenever you feel like you're ready to go and you feel like you can ride, go ahead. And uh, I think that was uh, Thursday, and then I uh, just chilled for the weekend. And then I rode here at Milestone on Monday and just, you know, rode the, like, novice track, whatever, just to kind of get the muscle back into it, and then uh, the next day I had a photo shoot for Leah, and um, I felt awesome, and then just uh, Tuesday night we left to go up to Hangtown and just hoped for the rest
2: and the best did come. Uh, you've been working really closely with uh, Jason Sloan. We had him on earlier. Uh, and uh, he had a lot of great things to say about your work ethic, your heart, and uh, your desire to race. Um, how much of that comes into play when you're uh, overcoming an injury like that? And, and uh, when you have to perform at these regionals, and eventually then uh, at these championship races?
0: Yeah, when, when you're going to the regional and stuff, it's just have to know that you're going to get a just you have to imagine you getting the ticket to go to Loretta's I mean Loretta's is Loretta's is uh so awesome you you know but you can only do two classes and uh so you have I think it's like six motos the whole weekend because they have three-moto format and um it's awesome and yeah my trainer Jacek Sloan and Jimmy uh They've been helping me out so much. They're the ones that got me to where I am right now, and uh, I'm really thankful for them. And just couldn't have done it without them.
2: No doubt, man. It's uh, it's great to see them stepping up and helping you out. Arm energy. Uh, is there anything that gets you uh, hyped up for moto more than uh, cracking open a fresh can of uh, sugar-free monster or arm energy?
0: Uh, it's it's awesome, you know. Before my like you know uh before I go out to go do my motos uh or my moto at the race you know I take a couple of sips and sometimes we'll forget to take a couple of sips and I won't get the whole shot but if I do take a few sips I'll get the whole shot and just get the hopefully get the moto in
2: that's the key right there you gotta have yourself an ice cold uh armor energy drink uh, are you a, a, a f- the the full drink guy or do you like the sugar free
0: <laughs> um, I don't know I like both I mean energy Overall is the best And uh, You know The The sugar free one's good it, It's like Both of them taste the same But then the sugar free one You can kind of taste The like Low sodium And stuff like that And then the Other one You can taste Like all the net, Like sugar and stuff
2: That's not bad at all. Um, so obviously this weekend was a big weekend for you. And, uh, how cool is it to, uh, uh, bring home some, some tickets to Loretta's to your dad for father's day?
0: Uh, yeah, uh, it, it was awesome. And his birthday was actually on Saturday, the day, the race day of the regional. And, uh, so I just had awesome time. I got him a ticket for his birthday and then the next day got another ticket. So yeah, and then uh Falls so Day came and um there was a race at Paris it was a West Coast Open Transwell race. I sat out for that one, just you know, just took the weekend off and uh hopefully I'll be doing I think I'll be doing the Oldsman series this weekend. At Paris. Right
2: We're whereabouts is that located at? At Paris. At Paris. You uh, which uh between milestone and Paris, uh what's your favorite place to spin laps?
0: Um in the West Coast or just the whole world.
2: Just well in uh between the between Paris and Milestone, which one's your favorite?
0: Oh, um Paris they like ripped it inside. I don't know, miles that's a hard one.
2: <laughs> you got um, lots of time on both.
0: Yeah. Man, I don't know. Paris gets good ruts, and then Milestone gets, like, a lot of berm ruts. So Fair
2: enough. So both tracks have their uh their advantages and uh you take advantage of both of them as you uh plan your assault on uh, on the West Coast, especially uh Southern California. Um who's gonna be uh, some of the, the racers locally or around you that uh will also be competing with you uh at Loretta's? Uh yeah, there's a few kids,
0: uh couple of the or- uh one of my team some of my the orange brigade riders. Um, Pierce Brown, and then uh, just all kinds of kids. Max Miller, Carson Mumford, just everybody. So it's going to be a good race at Loretta's and can't wait.
2: No doubt. Dad must have been uh, super proud of you as you uh, uh, gutted out those performances and uh, came home with the tickets. Yep. Solid man. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about working with J.C. Sloan. Uh, the guy's 19 years old. He's got a well of knowledge in motocross. Uh, what does he bring to your program, uh, and what are some of the weaknesses that you've been working on to uh, get better and better yourself on the motorcycle?
0: Yeah, he's helped me out a lot. We've been lately. We've been training at Paris MX and just been busting out motos, working sections. You know, just getting the technique down and uh, just so every time, you know, there's not one mistake and I, uh, yeah, he's been awesome, you know, and I can take it from him cause I've seen him ride and he's a champion too. And so he's just an awesome influence to me and I look up to him and just hopefully uh, he can get me to be just like him.
2: Fair enough. Uh, hopefully it will be even faster than him at some point. Um, does, does any of your skills on a motocross bike spill over to, uh, like, video games or anything like that? Like, are you unbelievable at MX vs. ATV, uh, Supercross, or Unleashed, or any of those games?
0: Oh, yeah. Actually, when I was hurt with my elbow and collarbone, I was uh, playing Reflex and stuff like that, Call of Duty. Uh, so, it's, yeah, you know, when you go to, like, play, like, you know, all those video games, like... You can just do unbelievable stuff. Now, once you get on dirt bike, you can think, oh, I can do that, you know. It's, like, weird because MX Reflex or whatever, or Supercross, like, you can just, like, case a jump and nothing will be wrong. But in motocross, it's, like, if you case a jump. And if it's steep, it's going to hurt.
2: Or yeah.
0: But in those video games, man, you can just send it.
2: Yeah, it doesn't uh, – the the new supercross game. It's um what the, my one biggest beef with it is that you can literally like you can screw up your rhythm and then immediately get right back into it. I think that's actually a, that was a positive feature that they were supposed to uh, bring in, uh, or they thought it was a positive feature. As a as a traditional motocrosser, I don't think that it's uh, very authentic, but uh, cool to hear that you play. Um, do you play as uh, Jam and Josh Rees, or do you talk? Uh, do you play as uh, as one of the other pros?
0: Oh uh, yeah, I have my own little custom bikes on there.
2: Um, uh, yeah. So, twenty-four. Solid, Solid. Cool. Well, that's really awesome. I I really appreciate you coming on. Um, what what uh, when do you head down to Hurricane Mills? Uh, what do the next few weeks look like for you as you prepare to uh, take on that stiff competition? Yeah,
0: uh, like I said, I. I uh, we'll probably be racing Paris this weekend for the Ultimate Amateur Series. And then uh, we'll be here for July 4th. And then uh, I believe July 5th we'll head out to go towards um, Texas uh, and Oklahoma to go to Jimmy Albertson's house and chill there and just ride and uh, do some motos and just have a fun time. And then we'll head on over to Tennessee for a Orange Brigade camp. And I uh, just i there, just head on to Hurricane Mills, Tennessee.
2: There you go. Uh, any chance uh, you've heard any rumblings that you might meet uh, Ronnie Mack while you're uh, hanging out at Albertsons? I, I hear he likes to uh, hang out in the woods out there.
0: Oh, uh, well, hopefully. I don't know. We'll see.
2: Well, we we shall see. Uh, maybe maybe a little uh, – you're both on uh, two strokes, so maybe the two of you guys can do some dicing on those uh, FMF-powered machines.
0: Yeah, heck yeah. will uh he's gonna rub some elbows.
2: Absolutely. Get in there with uh uh the Mac Daddy himself. Uh who are those other sponsors that uh make it all happen for you? They're uh jamming. Uh from I I know you mentioned Atlas or uh, uh Leap race earlier and uh you're a, uh you're an alias athlete. Uh who else uh who else helps you
0: out? Yeah, I'd like to thank the Lord for keeping me safe. Orange Brigade Racing com, FMS, Alias, 6D, Von Zipper, Asterix, uh, Liat, True Honor Clothing, Free the Peeps, Nehilo Concepts, Ride Dunlop, W Wheels, Factor Connection Suspension, K-Rider, Stance Socks, Vertex pistons, Paris MX, Miles Cinemax Pro Shop, Team 3DR, Link Tracing, ODI Grips, Surface Products, uh, dq and Air Filters, e v s Motorsport, Sport Candy, Tool Max, Motion Pro, and Motorx USA.
2: Holy, that is quite the list that you've got so far, man. That's pretty cool. Um, is there any? Is there any sponsor that you uh, you don't have right now that you wish you did? Um, I don't
0: know, but it'll probably uh, probably, probably some boots. Alpine Star boots. But, uh, Maybe get
2: get get uh, hooked up with that uh, Arma Energy uh, Supercross team at some point. Get yourself some uh, some Alpine Star boots, man.
0: Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I got a new sponsor, uh, True Honor Clothing. Man, they're an awesome clothing company, and um, I'm looking forward to riding from for this next year. And uh, they're helping me out a lot. And got some sick clothing, some new hats. Awesome.
2: Solid man. Good to uh hear that you're G'd up from the feet up, looking fresh all the time. And uh thanks to Arma Energy uh early in the morning, you're feeling fresh as well. Yep.
0: Yeah, uh, just you know, drinking some Arma and getting ready to go training.
2: Solid, man. Uh you have yourself a great night. Really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh any final thoughts? Anything you wanna get uh get get said before uh we say our nights uh, our, our good nights?
0: Yeah, uh, actually, um, every Monday, so I think it's maybe August or September or something like that, uh, Jacek and, uh, Ryan Honstein with FTTMX, they're having a training camp. It's every Monday until, yeah, I don't know, September or August, something like that. And, uh, they're putting on a cool training thing every Monday and, uh, it's awesome. There was one just this past Monday. It was fun, and next Monday, hopefully, there's going to be a lot of kids. So if you're That's looking forward, it. anybody out there, go ahead and hit them up.
2: 130 bucks every Monday till uh, looks like the end of August. You can head out to Paris Raceway, uh, Mr. Honstein, as well as Jason Sloan, uh, take you by the hand and teach you how to go as fast as Jam and Josh Faris. Sound good?
0: Yep, for sure. It was nice talking to you.
2: Absolutely. You have yourself a great night, my friend. You too. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.